0: I would like to take a moment here to tell you about a friend of mine whose name is Azine. Azine has severe, debilitating, and often unbearable chronic illness, including Lyme disease, that affects her nervous system, immune system, and her breathing. Her symptoms are much worse with polluted air and much better with very pure air. She spent the last year living with her mom in the very polluted southern Netherlands after previously finding very clean air, traveling through and living for a while in parts of France, Spain, and Morocco. She has been desperate to travel to where she can breathe again, but lacking a travel companion and the money to do so. In quick summary, a month ago, Azeen and her mom were unjustly kicked out of their home, rendering Azeen houseless. After living in hotels paid for with emergency fundraising for two weeks, she found a friend to travel with her. After two weeks of difficult travel, she made it to a place with somewhat cleaner air and more affordable than nightly hotels. She can stay there for a month at a rate of $220 per week. And we're working on a cheaper monthly option after that. R- right now, Azine needs about $600 to cover apartment rental for her second week there, paying a local helper to shop for her, food, medication, cooling pads for pain relief, and accessible cooking equipment, and a shower water filter. We urgently need at least 200 of this, we needed it yesterday and couldn't get it, and things are getting bad. We are urgently seeking this today and more in the coming days. Azine's family, friends, and our current fundraising network are tapped out and struggling themselves, most with severe illness or barely scraping by. Azine is in urgent need of these funds to pay for these initial expenses where she is, while we organize a bigger crowdfunding campaign to cover her ongoing expenses. The immediate situation is dire, but with financial help, we know that it can get better. Money can be via PayPal to paypal.me slash xcriteria, X-C-R-I-T-E-R-I-A. If other ways are better for you, or if you would like to learn more, you can get in touch by emailing us directly, email hello at intuitive.social. All funds will be immediately transferred to Azine or her local helper by Brendan and used for her immediate needs. We are looking for allies of all kinds who would like to get involved. We are also looking for ways to help others needing to relocate for health and safety reasons. Thank you for reading and for sharing. Once again, you can reach out to us by emailing hello at intuitive.social or you can contact me privately at max@intuitive.pub. Thank you for joining us today on this intuitive public radio broadcasting from planet Earth with respect and love for all our indigenous communities. Thank you for listening. I am browsing through our compiled media at t.me slash intuitive emergent. Yesterday, we posted some of the results for the votes for Mishan Khan content. Folks voted for How to Write Quill and Beyond Empathy, Developing Emotional Literacy. There are links here that you can navigate to if you want to join us on telegram messenger that url again is t.me intuitive emergent before we move on to our next pieces about mishan Neal and her wonderful work i want to mention this podcast that i listened to yesterday out of san diego it is called homeless youth hopeful growth this episode um the the podcast is called homeless in san diego the host is greg anglia and it's the first time that i'd listened to it and i'm still processing what what my experience was of it but i i i think primarily i want to say a lot of gratitude for the the people putting this Together, which I am looking forward to finding out more about, we promoted that link to uh, to our Telegram channel t.m.e/slash i.p.r. west, where we are compiling content from uh, community members on the West Coast and similar. Greg is the CEO of Interfaith Community Services, and the two awesome people that he interviewed on this episode, Abrea Ponce and David Baker. Um, I encourage you to listen to it. It's super awesome. I will include the link accessible at that same address t.me slash intuitive emergent slash nine four four. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Like I did. I, I really did please visit them as soon as you get a chance by browsing to homelessinsandiego.org. Welcome to Intuitive Emergent on this intuitive public radio. I would like to introduce you to Mishan Neal. Mishan is an impossible Alien other gender dragon who tattoos trees with the queerest, most sinister ink and hurts all the time. Michon's pronouns are Z and here. Z is creatrix and progenitor of the metanoic portal, collaborative digital refuge building communities of care, centering the needs of multiply marginalized black and indigenous, queer, autistic women, non-binary, and trans people with particular resource awareness for surviving trauma and adversity. Mishan is the editor of Postmodern Woman magazine and has been a contributor to crossing genres, polyamory on purpose, has worked with everyday feminism and served as the digital content outreach coordinator for The Body Is Not an Apology and board member of Hypatia Software. Tickets for Mishan Khan Gemini Season 2019 are available now, and content begins June 1st, 2019, so make a moment to explore this right away. $100 covers general admission for yourself and one Black or multiply marginalized person. There is a reduced $75 ticket available for marginalized individuals to purchase, and please consider volunteering. If you'd like to volunteer, there are 10 remaining volunteer general admission tickets at $50 each. You can contact Mishan directly by finding here on Twitter at Neil underscore Mishan, N-E-A-L underscore M-I-C-H-O-N. Included with general admission to Mishan Khan You get access to three days of live virtual presentations, discussions, a free ebook, a raffle entry to win a signed paperback, and the chance to win a one-on-one session with Misha Neal. Each day features one of 15 presentations or workshops, ranging from relationship guidance, to black history, to how to write Quill, to inclusive sex ed and beyond. Although some of the workshops will be more interactive and question and answer sessions will occur, there will also be an open discussion session. The discussion sessions will allow participants to mingle, share experiences, and share what they've learned. There is also a special $250 Metanoic Session ticket. This is an intimate group session to ensure your burning questions get answered. The Metanoic Session is a special breakout group for more in-depth discussion and work that's not available through the general presentations. It's a more intimate and relaxed setting in which to engage with the presenter. There are only nine of these left. So as soon as you get the chance, fire up t.me slash intuitive emergent slash 944 in your browser so that you can click this Drove link and get signed up. This is a link that you can view using any web browser. If you don't currently use Telegram Messenger, you can still navigate to t.me slash intuitive emergent slash 944, which will give you our notes to explore. Mishan Khan and the Metanoic Portal both present nourishing creative opportunities to participate in reparative community efforts Centering members of our communities with profound, invisible, and misunderstood struggles. Reparations for our Black and Indigenous friends allow us to reestablish safety, respect, and support for their fundamental and crucial contributions in the lives of our community members and in the world we live in. Mishan is creating spaces that allow us to participate directly in reparations by bringing our strength kindness, and willingness to learn into community with others. We all need creative stimulation, understanding, and opportunities to collaborate meaningfully together. Let's do that in a way that uplifts and offers gratitude and assistance to those who most need it.
1: I would really like to ask you to say something about Mishan Khan that for you feels deeply satisfying and soul nourishing to to describe mm. it or tell us about your experience of caring for this, this great online conference project.
2: Mm. mm, yeah, yeah. So it's like I've I've never done anything like it before, but I think it is so it's so needed. Um and it's just it's a completely different structure from what folks are used to. Um it'll be done uh completely online so that people don't have to worry about traveling and, you know, and using phones for that or finding babysitters and all of that, for, you know, um, and everything will be recorded so that people who can't attend live can still access it um, afterwards. And, um, everything will be, I was unable to get, I wanted to do, um, have some ASL speakers, um, to go along with the video um yeah i could not find any but there will still be you know transcripts for everything um afterwards and hopefully if there are enough volunteers we could get it translated into several languages and and things like that because i wanted um you know i wanted accessibility to be the absolute foundation um for what this is accessibility both for anyone who is presenting and anyone who is attending. Um,
1: We really need more accessible conference experiences. That is certainly Mm -hmm. something I feel majorly and I know I think think everybody I hang out with these days wants more accessible conference experiences. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even the ones that that seem to care about accessibility mm-hmm. in many cases they take it to a point but then they don't recognize mm-hmm. that they can go further they they don't
2: have yeah, an yeah.
1: accessibility mindset and that's one of the reasons that i have i have felt more able to engage with your work i have felt safer mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. with, with people who sustain their accessibility mindset um rather than looking mm. for access themselves and then being done um do you want to share right. more about your perspective on accessibility in digital conference spaces how how that's developed mm. for you
2: right so um so obviously for me accessibility is um the term is't in, is inclusive it it expands across things like race and class and everything so not only is um are the prices for the tickets set up in such a way to be accessible to people of different classes. Um there's also, you know, going to be a set space for people to you know, like a resting space, their quiet space in case people, you know, need to draw away or just want to, you know, do text or something. Um they're free to step away from the computers if things get to be too much or anything. Um, I'm also available to, um, you know, if, if uh, people want to talk about certain things and in more depth and things, I'll be available for that. And um, let's see, what else? There is there's one more thing, but it did split my mind. <laughs> um, just that quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's also, you know, the, the um, kind of the point is like, yes, it has to be, um, it is, it is, i don't think people understand how like how many spoons or spears it takes to be able to um you know to speak and present and put all this together um yeah. and everything uh it takes it does it does take a lot and that that process has to be just as accessible as as um you know whatever is going on um but yeah so to the best of my ability um i try to anticipate any needs and there's an open uh an open communications pathway um for those who either you know have something I didn't think of or, or anything. So it's something it's very it's very interactive. Um there's room for the vo- you know, for the voices of the attendees and and everything. And then also having oh right, so just remembered. So it was about it having set policies and things in place. Um for things like, you know, abuse or things like that. Because, um, of course, we want everybody to have a wonderful time and um, to just be able to come and do what they want and need to do without having to worry about, you know, being triggered or being bullied or anything like that. So
1: I have wanted to find better words for myself to talk about this. It's sort of, there's a process of... Accessibility mm-hmm. that uh, that that I we are using with IPR the the group of us
2: collaborating
1: mm-hmm. and and in many of of these different spaces where people are mm-hmm. building projects but they are in situations where they don't have the resources of of mm-hmm. of, a, of a big organization they don't
2: have right, the, money, right. you
1: don't you know we are all mm-hmm. traveling to to get what right. our, our needs to be met um mm-hmm, but it it doesn't seem to me to take lots of money or the perfect resources that, that let you offer the perfect thing so it's already there when people get there. The the fact mm, that yes, there yes. is a space full of people who desire to have the, the understanding of one another so that we mm. can keep working on it together, that feels right. to me like it solves more problems than than a big organization with lots of money and a hammer that doesn't recognize the ongoing mm-hmm. community oriented mindset that is necessary to help people feel safer and, and be able to right.
2: engage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, yes. It's like, yeah, it doesn't take much. There are a lot of um like free or very low cost resources out there to do this, um to do this with, um, with things like chat features and stuff built in. Obviously, you know, it would be nice to have um you know like uh, bigger resources and things but it's like for the very basics of what we need um it's absolutely you know it's absolutely possible and um and very simple uh learning curve isn't you know isn't isn't too uh difficult like you can literally just step into it and set it up and not have to not have to worry about it at all um so it's it's really wonderful um and obviously um like as far as uh you know, accessibility and things. There are, um, I believe, tools that we can build or systems that we can put in place to make sure that um, that it's included. That that is the default instead of it being, you know, cause it's like yes, these are things that that people need and it should be available. Um, you know, when when we need it. Um, well, A mindset put, that I yeah, hope yeah.
1: other efforts can learn from, other conferences mm-hmm. can learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, would be really good. <laughs> yes, yeah, we would really yes. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I I also really want to talk for a few minutes about how accessibility and mm. reparations are mm-hmm. there. There's there's this, and I don't know the right words, but um, there's this mm. big overlap. They're the same thing mm-hmm. in lots of mm-hmm. ways. And yes. We yes. Hear, I don't hear nearly enough about the the beautiful and healing effect of reparations for Black mm. Indigenous and people of color of color. Mm. Um, uh, I want to promote more of those conversations, and I would love if we could spend a few minutes, w- w- if you could guide us how to talk about the benefits of engaging with mm. projects for for communities that want to be a part of these solutions and caring for one another, but they have mm-hmm. gotten enough of the conversation yet to realize how how wonderful their participation can be and the effects that it has on people's lives.
2: Mm, right, right. Um yeah, so I want Mishan Khan to be like literally just a new type of conference or ch- shaking up the ways that we conceive of and put on these things. Um and considering, you know, yes, who has access and why and um, and having it set up so that, yes, those who, who have, either more, you know, more privilege or just more funds and things can, it's already like built into the way that it's set up so that people who are, you know, who are poor and who are disabled and, uh, you know, otherwise marginalized can participate without having You know, because the the price of a lot of these things, or getting to you know traveling and things like that, and accessing things, there's usually a uh, a huge financial barrier, and um, it's a it's it's a big thing both for those who are multiply marginalized and just for Black and Indigenous people in general because um, you know history has mostly been all of those resources going away from um, these these places, so we have this situation where a lot of the amazing things that people are talking about, or a lot of the, the structure and foundation of a lot of things that people depend on is being made by people who are not benefiting from any of it. Right. Um, and that's, you know, that's really messed up. And it's also, um, where the overlap, um, begins because yes, black and indigenous people have, uh, you know, very particular experiences and, um, and, just this completely huge and ongoing history of, um, you know, of resources being, uh, being taken and losing, losing community and, um, and losing, uh, traditions and things like that. So we have a situation where they don't know, you know, where they, where they come from or they don't have any culturally relevant, um, services or knowledge or things like that out there. Um, and so, it's like, yes, yeah, so not only am I, the information that's being put on, it is um, it is meant to center uh, these, these people who are marginalized and their experiences and their expertise and putting, um, you know, giving credit where it's due and also, you know, inviting them to be the main actors in, in participating and in creating um, the things that they need. So it's a way for people across... Um, you know, across classes and um and, and privileges to come together and um for the privileged people to both learn and actively help um the people who are doing the work and um and you know and figure out how best to actually support them. Um we often have you know the the few resources that exist they're kind of they don't actually ask the people <laughs> um, who are going through it, okay, yes, what is it you actually need? It makes, you know, it tends to make a lot of assumptions about, you know, who we are and how we function, or it, you know, maligns us. So um, this is a way of correcting that by, uh, you know, sharing education and sharing resources and letting um, letting people know that, okay, yes, you're not alone, and we can do this, and it is possible. And, um, you know, so, yeah, just being a forum for that transformation, um, and not ex- not excluding um, anyone per se, but just having it be a very um, you know this is our priority. These are the people that um, you know we really want to hear from, and it's okay to ask questions. But there's you know only in you know this section, or you know like having it be um, so having something set up to either compensate people or mitigate, uh, you know, any any damage that could happen, uh, you know, so, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think hmm. this is a really important opportunity and set of activities for people who want to to learn to interact more in community spaces in a way that mm-hmm. supports the, the the emergent healing from communities who mm-hmm. otherwise don't have access to their own platforms because, people right. with power and money are not building platforms for the most marginalized people. And yet the most marginalized people have such profound medicine in, in yes. their creative processes and in, in what mm-hmm. they want to build and how, how they they see that, that that it it can be possible for us to support one another. And a lot mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. has been violently erased from the world. Yes. And yes. it's yeah. What I what I keep thinking of, I haven't mentioned this to anyone yet, but it's been going on for me a lot. When I was little, mm. I read books about the magic having left the world, and there was this magic mm. world before, mm-hmm. and but now it's gone. And I saw mm-hmm. going and it had something to do with destroying the rainforest, and then a bunch of other
2: stuff. But mm. recently, yes.
1: recently I'm I'm having these experiences where I'm I'm like, no, the the those books were right. And the magic oh. is coming back into the world when we when we honor what we were not what what what, what I was not fully enough taught to honor in my life
2: mm. um, mm-hmm. to to, mm-hmm. to
1: reach out and and offer support and humanity and and exchanges of nourishment with
2: others mm. ra-
1: rather than uh, the unfortunate alternatives that have been supplied for for many of us. Right. Because I when I yeah. when I when I experience your work, I really feel that we have something—it tremendously powerful—that we are restoring. That mm. has to be restored for people to be able to to respect themselves and one another again.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Trinagle was one of the uh, like one of the pivotal films in my life. I I loved it. I loved. Um Crystal was one of my first squishes, and it was just it's 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 absolutely true um because there are all these um there's like this tendency especially for privileged people to talk about okay, yes, all these things are wrong with the world, and you know we need to fix it without understanding the history of these things being specifically and purposely dismantled like this is this did not happen on accident it was purposeful it was done by specific people and you know and it was planned and so yes the the magic in a lot of ways did just get kind of sucked out of the world um and restoring and and part a huge part of reparations is um it's not just like I, i think people think that it's just a, a purely financial thing and it's not it's about it's about quality of life and it's about restoring um you know these these ways of being and these connections and community and things and it's also you know of course that is uh parallels with um the things that you know other multiply marginalized people need as well for people who are um you know disabled in this world and neurodivergent and you know and queer and all of that stuff um because a lot of a lot of that magic has been, you know, has been stripped from us um in, in many, many ways and it's um it's not okay for us to just be in the world and to be connected uh to the earth in the ways that we used to be. Uh and it's really it is really sad. Um so while it's great that privileged people are like, Yes, you know, these things uh, we need to fix this, it's also like, Okay, well, let's remember and let's place these people, you know, uh, back in charge of certain things or learn from their wisdom. Um, because, you know, they had, they had answers to a lot of these, um, these problems, um, uh, and were able to live in balance with, um, with other people and with themselves and, uh, and with the earth. Um, I think one of the most harmful things that has, uh, has come out of, um, that's like taking the magic away is this idea of, uh, of sacrifice, um, that either we have to sacrifice ourselves or other people or things in order to get what it is that we need and want yeah. instead of just working together and being whole in ourselves and, um, you know, and in connection with the earth. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing. And I'm, um, very glad that you brought that up because it's, um, yeah, because we, we want to restore the whole, you know, everything is, a. that's why I love to use the term integrated, because everything affects everything else. And understanding how all of that is connected uh, better allows us to come up with solutions that actually get to the root of these problems instead of being sort of, you know, just a band-aid um, covering it up, you know, <laughs> covering up like a, you know, a, a bullet wound or something. It's like, that's, that's not really going to help. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, we have to have the right, the right tools. And, um, yeah, so if they have existed or people are developing them now And the internet, um, especially is a wonderful way, um, for people to connect because, uh, like one of the big things is that we are, we tend to be very isolated. Um, you know even within our communities and the internet is a huge resource and a huge um way to ensure that we can survive and that we can get past surviving to also heal and to build community and connections and to also work together um so it's without yeah without that i think it would be it would look very different right now and it would be so much harder to um to do all of that so
1: yeah what is the best way for people to reach out
2: to you if they have questions about Mishan Khan? So they can um contact me directly through the um the page there's the um a little uh, like icon about halfway down and they can just uh email me. And they can ask any questions and things and I will get back to them as I can. Um <laughs> so yeah, um that's and true. if if they can't, yeah, yeah. So and if they have trouble with that, they can um there is a uh they can contact me through my page on, on Facebook, the Metanoic Portal, and that'll okay. get a message um uh, directly to me. So I'll yeah, make sure yeah. to add that link also so that people okay. can find that. Is there an email Thank address
1: you. that we could share?
2: Uh, hmm So it's um it's going to be Michon at Metanoic dot Education. Awesome. It's yeah, dot
1: yeah. education. The whole word.
2: Mm-hmm. The All whole right. word. Oh right, they added yeah, that, didn't yeah. they?
1: Now we have both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <There>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, you mm. can remember. You can remember that email address by remembering that Mishan is offering a fuller education mm. than, than mm. A edu might be able to offer. And that's how. Yes, awesome
2: I, I love work. that.
1: Yes, <laughs>
2: that is wonderful.
1: <laughs> Thank you so, so much.
0: Please find more links to allow you to support the work of Michon Neal and the Metanoic Portal by subscribing through Drove, by sending a few dollars over coffee.com or by subscribing directly to the Metanoic Portal on Mighty Networks. Find all of these links with more information at t.me slash intuitive emergent slash five seven five. If you are interested in attending Mishan Khan, but you're not sure how, or you don't see an option that's just the one that's right for you, go ahead and browse to that URL t.me slash intuitive emergent slash 944, where you'll find the link and our email address. You can send an email to us at hello at and if you're not sure how to get involved or you're not sure you're seeing what what you need to find in order to get connected, we will help you do that. Part of the reason for this intuitive public radio project.
1: I have also added the link
0: to the Facebook group. It is fb.me slash the metanoic portal. And I will tell you, learning to spell the word metanoiac is one of the best things that could happen to you in this world. And I'll help. M-E-T-A-N-O-I-A-C. The Metanoiac Portal. T-H-E-M-E-T-A-N-O-I-A-C. P-O-R-T-A-L. You will find Michonne Neal on Facebook there. And I hope you will consider subscribing to the Metanoic Portal on Mighty Networks, which we will be talking about soon more. To my delight, thank you for listening. The cover image for this episode is Image Credit, Mishan Neal, and you can find it and more about the Metanoiac Portal if you'd like to visit our Telegram channel, t.me slash Slash eight three.